Hello everyone. Welcome to the Multiversal News. Um, folks, I've uh, just gotten word from Washington, D.C. that uh, my show is being canceled because of uh, shows like the one I'm about to do, in which I'm going to be discussing uh, the uh, evidence of 911 and the horrific uh, consequences of the last 10 years of a hyper-ventilated uh, uh, war state of our country. Not to mention la the loss of uh, um, many, many of our civil liberties and many, many other things that have happened to this country that have uh, destroyed the fabric of what was probably once a really great, thriving democracy. Uh, I have with me Margaret Bentley, uh, partly, I'm so sorry, uh, okay. from the Metaphysical Library, uh, who's going to be talking about 9-11 and uh, some of the uh, evidence that we have uh, had and, and brought forth in the past, which of course has been ignored continuously by the media and will probably continue to be so. Uh, why? Well, because the media has uh, become a, an arm of the state or a service of the state by a proxy or by just generally uh, being bought out or self-censorship or fear, whatever you want to put it. Anyway, uh, Margaret, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, what you would like to talk about on the show today. Sure. Um, over the main, the main question at this point for me personally is why does anybody believe the government conspiracy? Um, it's been pretty well established to anybody who wants to look that it's incontrovertible that it was not just the government let it happen, but because of the sophisticated cover-up and sophisticated disinformation campaign that's been going on and deliberate um, turning of, your, of their back that they had to have actually been involved in it from the get-go. It's uh, had to have been designed and planned from the inside. If it really were something that just uh, laziness and incompetence and um, bureaucratic infighting, they let it happen, we wouldn't have had this massive sophisticated cover-up involved. So a big part of the discussion whenever we start looking at 9-11 Truth is there's two there's, there's a bunch of different ways of looking at it. Part of it is to actually to look at the evidence, and there are still many people who have not looked at the evidence, but look at the evidence, and especially what I brought with me today, and unfortunately we're not able to um, show on the show, but I, I, will, I put them on a website called Seattle Talks, and I'll read .com, and um, they're not up there now, but I'll put them up in the next day or two, seattletalks.com. There are some pretty clear photographs that very, very clearly show that there was no plane that hit the Pentagon. It is absolutely incontrovertible, including an article, a, a big photograph, in the front page of the Seattle P, not in the front page, but in the 9-11 page on September 12th of the Seattle PI that shows the Pentagon probably within a few minutes after it was hit because the fire is very small. All of the buildings, there's a punch hole, all of the, all of the windows around that are still intact. And you can see the fires burning. You can see the fire engine that's already there, and the fire engine has been severely damaged. The fire engine was in place and ready before whatever happened happened. And then if there, are other, there are other photographs of the Pentagon that clearly show the inside of the um, building before it collapsed. And there's wood structures and paper, and they're trying to tell us that the, that the engine was, the fire was so hot 
that a 747 evaporated? <laughs> you know, they, I mean, it's not that they think we're stupid. It's that they understand that they have a very compliant media and that professional, and I can understand people like, you know, my sister, she's got kids to raise, um, she's got a job to go to, and she doesn't really want to get involved in this, and there's a lot of people like that. And that harkens back to my first question, which is, why don't people care? So I can understand why she doesn't take the trouble to go to the library and go to the Internet and look up and try to find these pictures among all the tens of millions of 9-11 pictures, find the few that are hidden away that are proof positive but um that would be our job yeah. <laughs> well but professional politicians and professional reporters and i know politicians wherever they go they are constantly being confronted with 9-11 ch you know challenges of why don't you open 9-11 investigations murray cantwell Inslee, mcdermott you know these people are actively deny they're deniers yeah. and why anybody can believe that 14 Arabs in a cave in Afghanistan took down the entire NORAD defense system is just an unbelievable exercise in people, like I say, people who don't have the time, the inclination, or who are afraid, who, like my sister says, well, my God, you know, what does it mean if the government did this? Yeah. What does this mean? And I'm going, yeah, that's right. What does it mean? Time to take yeah. a look at that. A lot of people probably don't want to face this reality because yeah. it's too frightening to consider. That's right. And That's uh, right. also, it's just like we're too used to being thinking of ourselves as the good guys. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's one thing I've noticed that uh, similar to Nazi Germany, the Americans have descended into a kind of a mindlessness of of how great we are and how God we're blessed by God. That, that's why we're so powerful, and uh, that, that proves we're right. So whatever we do must be good. And, of course, that allows for some of the uh, more uglier aspects of uh, our response to, to terrorism to get so hysterical. I mean, my God, back when we were facing the Soviet Union, we had nuclear bombs 50 minutes away from our, all our major cities, and still we didn't go around torturing people. But that, we'll get into that later. Go ahead. Well, so the 9-11 truth um, focuses on most of it, uh, the there's no plane that hit the Pentagon. That's pretty easy to establish, not only from the photographs immediately taken um, after the hit, but also just a description of how a plane made a 270-degree angled turn yeah, around almost the entire Pentagon and then came in at ground level and didn't touch the lawn. The lawn is pristine. Yeah. So that in all of the 80 cameras that are facing the Pentagon after 10 years, they're still not releasing any of that. So clearly... That's evidence of a cover-up. The NORAD defense system, um, the air traffic controllers, the civilian air traffic controllers were debriefed, and their tapes were thrown up, were, were um, torn up and thrown away. Um, there's the, of course, the whole concept of the controlled demolition of World Trade Center Three, Building Seven. If you take a look at Building Seven, and again, I don't know whether people, who, I don't know whether to go into a lot of the evidence yeah. of why we can say that 9/11 was an inside job. Because the people who are interested in this know this. There's so and the much people who, <laughs> The people who don't know it are not going to just take my word for it. You know, and so yeah. they have to do some research. So um, you know, the, just a, I, I wrote down a, a brief list of things, most of which have our, our, um, a pancake collapse. There is so, many, there's so, much, so many architects and engineers. And a new film has just come out yesterday. Yeah. 1,600 architects and engineers around the world saying 
that's not the way a building collapses. It doesn't collapse in free fall. The only way a building can, can collapse, a, a 110 story building can collapse in 11 seconds, is if the entire structure of the building has been removed before it collapses. And there are photographs on Judy Wood's website, judywoods.com. Is a structural engineer, and she's come out with a very interesting, very controversial position that there was actually an exotic weaponry involved in this because she has photographs, and I've, I've I noticed this when I saw the films as well. She has um, stop-action photographs of structures disintegrating into dust in midair, and she also points out that there's a great, there are massive holes of just missing material. And she has photographs of cars where part of the car is so charred that the wheel is dis the we the bare wheel is lying on the ground. All of the rubber of the tire has evaporated. All of the doorknobs are gone. All of the upholstery is gone. And yet another part of the car is pristine and untouched. And no. you can see this both at World Trade Center and also in the Pentagon. That would require of things an, ex that, an explosion. Well, no. What she's saying is she thinks it's some kind of exotic particle beam weaponry that's very focused and very targeted. Whoa. And um, she's got a lot of evidence on her website. So part of the, uh, the discussion of any kind of 9-11 of, uh, is a, really going to be a discussion, assuming that we're people that are not familiar with this material, um, about how to do some research, how to do some investigations and what to look for. Because this is something that is worldwide. This is something that from the first day, you know, the day before 9-11, Don Rums uh, Rumsfeld made a press release. He went up and had a press conference that the Pentagon was missing $2 trillion. That was announced on September 10th, $2 trillion. Well, he couldn't have picked a better day to bury that story. He did. And I actually went to... Uh, uh, of conference that Adam Smith, the Republican down in the Renton area, had, and I challenged him on that. I said uh, he was saying that we have, you know, we keep good track of the money, and I said, well, the Pentagon lost two trillion dollars, yeah. and he denied it. He and he's on the Appropriations Committee, yeah. and he flat out denied it, even though Rumsfeld made a national press announcement of it. It's how very well buried that particular story was. Yeah. Wow. Okay, um, now there's a, a lot of a really weird evidence and, and things that, that just can't be explained from 9-11. Um, some of the things I found interesting, of course, was the thermite. You know, there's yeah. this thermite everywhere. It, you, it just never happens. You know, planes don't radiate thermite when they hit a plane. Yeah, yeah. And of course, the amount of jet fuel could only have melted the steel if it were inside a closed container, not not in open air. Right. Oh, wait, no, even jet fuel in a closed container can't even melt uh, steel because it's not hot. Oh, no, hot it's, not hot of, it's not hot. Yeah. If that were the case, how would, think about, a jet engine is not nearly as thick as these huge beams that are supporting the World Trade Center. Yeah. If the jet engine can burn jet fuel for four hours yeah. or eight hours, yeah. It's not in any danger of melting. No, no. You know, it's certainly not going to collapse. 
Yeah, and of course, uh, now, well, let's not forget that the uh, popular mechanics came up with a lot of novel <laughs> explanations for this, such as burning carpet. I didn't know burning carpet and desks could, uh, could ignite steel and then melt it, but apparently it does, according to the... Also, the popular mechanics are the same people that said that, uh, well, if you're not trying to land a plane, it should be easy to pull a 360-degree turn in uh, midair going 450 miles per hour. You no, know, professional pilots out. have said they couldn't do it. Yeah, but it, pass it out. Be done, pass yeah. out. The G-forces yeah. are too much. Yeah. But, you know, that just maybe that just shows how powerful Allah is. Well, one of the photographs on that's going to be on seattletalks.com shows the Pentagon before it was hit, and you can clearly see the pathway in the lawn um, the the path that the that the uh, missile and that's actually um, what it was is a missile. Yeah. It's pretty in, pretty clear about that. You can actually see the path that the missile follows is the path that's over those plates, and it goes right into the part of the Pentagon that had been recently reinforced to see if it could survive a missile attack, and oh. that's where the people who were investigating the two trillion dollar loss were assigned to work. What a great time to do the attack. <laughs> Boy, it couldn't have been more well-planned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if that's the case. So, uh, I mean, it's a good test to see whether their defense systems work. Yeah, and uh, sure, if you want to test and your pretty defense. pretty much isolated, you know, the damage yeah. to a specific area. You can see some of the photographs I'll have on that website show that uh, the, the fire went throughout many rings. No, mm -hmm. not just the one ring, but the... Um, Beginning, the beginning shot clearly show that it, there's no airplane there. You can see the you can see the little fires, and then it expanded into more of the building. But I've, several people have post have posted online their experiences that there were two explosions. Yeah. Now I had read a book a long time ago called The Illuminati by Anton Ward. I think it was Wilson. Wilson, yeah. Yeah. And he talked and Robert about Shea. yeah. Remember they had in the one scene where they uh, they blew up the Pentagon to let Satan out because he was trapped inside <laughs> a Pentagon inside the yeah, Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's 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 what it reminds me of. Although that's not really. I probably shouldn't be cracking jokes considering the circumstances. This is an incredible betrayal you know, of the our thing, country. The but, thing is, it's like death. You know, it's like that's the thing we have to look at is we're looking at the death of our dream. Oh yeah. And and uh, like democracy. like death, you have to, well. I don't know if it's democracy. I'm, I'm not willing to give up on, on the long, the big picture of whether ordinary people are capable of self-government and ordinary people are capable of spiritual development and spiritual growth. I'm not willing are. to give up on that. No, and that's I won't the big, yeah. That's the big struggle. See, when it comes right down to it, you have to realize that there are three major institutions on this planet. The Chinese Tong societies, which are thousands of years old. Yeah. The European monarchy and bankers, which are hundreds and maybe 2,000 years old. And the Catholic Church, which is yeah. 2,000 years old. Yeah. These institutions control and own almost all the wealth and power in this country, in this planet. They're thousands of years old, and they all, three of them, hate the idea of America. They hate the idea of free people. They hate the idea of the U.S. Constitution. They hate the idea of a of a prosperous and healthy working class. They oh, all no. are committed. Let me finish. Okay. They are all committed <laughs> to completely enslaving the world. And uh, those are the people that are arrayed against us. Okay. That's and so it's really important that when we're railing against the government, we understand that we don't rail against the concept of the... The Constitution could be changed. I think Thomas Jefferson, I think people who say that... Jef I think yeah. Jefferson was, when he said, you know, every generation has to have its own revolution. Yeah. We can't stick to something that was 2,000 years ago. But that basic concept of self-government, which means people take responsibility 
for their actions. We take responsibility for what's going on. It's our responsibility to learn what's going on. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't give up on that at all. Yeah, I, I don't either. I'm, a, I'm with you 100%. And I think it's important for the government to listen to people, just like uh, a host on a TV show might try to overtalk his guest, and the guest <laughs> can say, no, let me finish talking. Well, it's important that the people be allowed to finish talking too right well, now and I, not be shut up by the government. Again, though, you have to remember that all government, without exception, all government comes from military conquest. Yeah. All government is based on... You, you go in, you subdue a population, and instead of killing them and taking over their land, which is what tribal warfare people do, you, ex empires, you enslave them. You, you get the them lawyers. to work, yeah. and then you bring in the military governor and then the government and the, the police, the courts. They're all aspects of military government, and all oh. governments are based on extracting the maximum booty and slaves from conquered peoples. And governments are not here to help the people. Governments are here. We we have to rest that. We have to come up with something better. If yeah. we don't, and that's going to be a, that's a, that's not something that's going to happen in our lifetimes. You yeah. know, it's it's not something that we can say, oh well, I've, you know, we failed. Um, the struggle well, continues. Yeah, and, and we can fight the struggle with information. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. That's the most important thing at this point. And right now, that's where you're playing a very big role right now with the Metaphysical Library. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of information yeah. at the library. Yeah. And, and I, I, I want to talk about that as much as possible, too, because that's why we're here, too, to promote the, the library. Okay. As much as possible. And I want worth to. It. I want to very much. I want to uh, discuss it. Uh, now, there's a lot of books at the library about the 9-11 assault. But there's a few. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's, there's not as many as I would like to be. Most of the library has... It's been around for 50 years, and yeah. most of the books are have been donated, um, a lot of them from estates. When people die, their heirs go, what am I going to do with all these books? And they, they give them to us. So our collection of books, we have a lot of older books. We have a lot of books that are... Um, pretty much unavailable. Well, they're not unavailable. You can still get them on Amazon, but they're not something you can go into um, Barnes & Noble or, um, you know, Tower, mm, not Tower no. Books anymore, but, you know, they're, <laughs> they're not currently published, promoted books because yeah. the whole book industry has gotten into this um, very rapid turnover cycle because most places you have to pay a tax on your inventory. Yeah. And so books and publishers don't want to keep inventory around. So um, it's hard to it's it's not hard to get the books because most of them are available on Amazon. But you need to go to a place they're not in the public library. It's scary what's happened to the public library. Um, to a place where they're specifically being gathered, so you can see what's available. And if it's something you have to have, and I have too many books, and I'm looking, going through, and seeing which ones I can get rid of. Um, if it's something you have to have, you can buy on Amazon for a few bucks. But you won't know. It's hard to. To, 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 it's hard to browse. You can't browse on Amazon. You have to come into the library. And it's also a good place to meet other people that care about this stuff because, frankly, most people don't care. You know, it's kind of like you have to deal with the rolling eyebrows or the rolling eyeballs whenever you talk about it. And I have kind of learned how to kind of gradually touch, touch toes and say something non-controversial. Like I'll say, are you committed to your doctor's approach when I, someone has cancer? You know, are you yeah. are you open to sending any alternatives? Um, you know, I say, well, what do you think about nine eleven? And just kind of see what they say, and if they, you can tell by their response if they're if they believe that it's heresy. And it's kind of like yeah. UFOs. If you don't believe in it, 
then you're not even supposed to know about it. <laughs> and, you know, God forbid anybody should study something that they know ahead of time before studying is wrong. Yeah. And I ta people talk to me, and they don't know what they're talking about, and they're just repeating what they heard on NPR. Well, of course. And they assume that they know everything, and I know nothing. Yeah. And it's just, so you can tell whether, whether, whether people are open to discussing it, and they're eagerly going to take the next step, or whether they're going to go, yeah, you know, I know heresy, I know. heresy, and then back off. There's no yeah. point in, you know, no, my arguing. job is not to yeah. change anybody's opinion. My yeah. job is to help people who care. Yeah, it's my job to change people's opinion. <laughs> Good for you. And I'm here to change your opinion. I want you to reconsider what you've been thinking about 9-11 for the last uh, 10 years. Unless you are a 9-11 truther. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I, well, let's, let's look at it this way. Um, there is so much evidence out there that uh, begs to be questioned. Why would the government or law enforcement agencies not be questioning this? This is, uh, if this were taken as a law enforcement case... It would be uh, a crime scene. The steel would have been kept there. The thermite would have been examined. They, the authorities would have been asking people in the government, Hey, how'd this thermite get here? Why are these beams blown apart at 45-degree angles, among many other things? Not to mention the molten steel in just certain isolated cases, among other things. Now, of course, this is a, a, a criminal act. And, of course, the uh, prime suspects have got uh, a multitude of excuses uh, for why they didn't do this, which I'm not going to go into completely. You can find the evidence out there. There's tons of books that can be researched at the library, at the Metaphysical Library. We do have some. We have a lot of DVDs. Yeah. One of the things I really want to point out is Bush, about three months after 9-11, was speaking to a group of supporters, and he was talking about while he was waiting um, to go into the classroom during the morning of 9-11, he was watching a monitor, and he saw the first plane hit a tower. And he hmm. said to himself, boy, that's really some bad piloting. You know, I used to be a pilot myself. <laughs> and I yeah. saw that video and I went, wait a minute. There was, why would there be a plane, why would there be a camera aimed at the first tower before anything yeah. was hit? And why would it be being transmitted? It wasn't on yeah. the news. It was a yeah. private transmission. Why would it be being transmitted to where Bush's staff is? Unless they, unless it was prepositioned in and, and the, you know, of course, you've heard the dancing Israelis. Five Israelis were um, caught, were um, reported to the police because they were dancing in celebration on top of a van uh, in a, that had a shot of the, of the World Trade Center. Yeah. And the police came and investigated them but couldn't hold them. And three of them later went on Israeli television and said, yeah, we were there to document it. Yeah. They clearly had foreknowledge, and uh, the police let them go. Yeah, the document, the attack. Well, that's, wow, that's some strange presence. Hey, maybe they're the guys that they made all those stock purchases the days before. Well, you know, they? though that went through, oh, gee, I didn't, I forgot to research this. A German, the, what's the German um, bank that the Ross head of the Charles? CIA, no, the head of the CIA <laughs> yeah. and SEC was the president of this German bank, and that's who did oh, all of the, yeah, it's a Deutsche Bank. It's, it's, uh, I forgot I to research this. I talking about, uh, uh, I'll have to do some more research on that one. You're right. The put options, people knew ahead of time, a massive jump in put options on United Airlines and American Airlines that they were going to collapse, yeah. that those, those stocks would collapse. Wow. Do you think it uh, was those particular planes that hit the World Trade Center, yeah. or do you think yeah, it was holographic knew. images from uh, You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's the, kind of thing that, yeah. that's the kind of thing that could easily be disinformation. Yeah. You know, it could easily. But on the other hand, I, I remember reading a book written by a Frenchman 
who was studying the um, Central American astrono astronomical um, numbers back in the late 50s. This yeah. is when he was using a slide rule. He didn't have a calculator. Yeah. And he was doing a, 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 an in-depth study of Central American astron astronomical um, constants they were using in their calendar and in their measuring system. And he just mentioned in passing that he, w he worked for NASA, that they had a plane. He had a plane that was remote controlled that flew from Los Angeles to New York or D.C. This is in 1959. Yeah. You know, they could control a remote controlled plane at that level. That, at that in that far back. So it's yeah. pretty clear, and World Trade Center 7 was on the path of both the plane, both planes that hit the World Trade Centers, the two, two the twin towers. One um, came right by the uh, w, the World Trade Center 7 building, and the other one came right to the World Trade Center tower. That was, it was positioned in such a way that it, it could pull in both planes. If both planes were, if the, if Trade Center 7 Whoa. had some kind of a, of a beacon or homing you know, angle on it. Because how is a, how are planes without air traffic control from Cleveland or from Pennsylvania or from Boston, how are they going to find the World Trade Center? Yeah. So no. World Trade Center 7, Building 7, was would be directly in line so that if it were um, some kind of attraction honing device, though it, both planes would hit the, the towers. Well, here's a question that's it's somewhat on topic but a little bit off. Uh, if those planes didn't have the the people in them, where do the people go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, if they killed 3,000 people, I don't think they would have worried about a few hundred more. Yeah. Um, but what I have heard, and I haven't been able to follow up on this, I've heard these reports back, and they get yanked off. You know, trying to do a Google search is pretty scary, you know, because <laughs> yeah. a lot of this stuff is hidden. But I do yeah. remember some early reports that the bodies from the Pentagon plane and the bodies from the um, Pennsylvania plane supposedly were shipped to New York where they were all intermingled and then transshipped up to Boston. So all people knew was that they were sending them to New York and all New York knew was that some things were coming in, some things were going out and then all Boston knows that well, some things are coming in. I've never heard that before. That's very interesting. And there's also reports of uh, two planes getting uh, taken off in Cleveland and the people, everybody else being cleared well, out and the passengers in Cleveland be being... people that have a, a, a relative on these planes, wouldn't you want the body back? I mean, wouldn't you be asking questions? Like they were, they were all... They were all um, the the we're talking were, planes that oh, evaporated. Yeah, no, okay. the, the planes the planes evaporated. Yeah. There's if you go to the to, to, to Pennsylvania or you go to the Pentagon, there's no fuselage, there's no luggage, there's no airline seats. Oh, I see. There's there's okay. nothing. Everything evaporated. Evaporated a nine foot tall jet engine evaporated. Yeah. Hmm. That's a ugly crash then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, okay, it's a crash so ugly, it defies the laws of physics. The physics themselves no longer uh, affect as a special crash that does not uh, exist in time and reality in our space or could be contemplated or accounted for by Einstein. Pretty good flying trick by uh, some Arabs, yeah. if that's the case, which it's not, of course. Uh, it, it can't be, not with this much evidence. Um, that's, that's, I, that's the first time I've heard about the bodies. What do you think happened to the bodies? They just kind of... I'm, I'm sure they did get shipped and, and buried. Somewhere you know, else? Somewhere like else, yeah. Flown to Antarctica or something? Who knows? <laughs> or maybe they're down underground uh, digging up diamonds with the mole Dump, people. Who knows? Dumped in the ocean. They could Anything could have happened. Who knows? There's no way of knowing. Yeah. No, you can't know anything like that. Well, they we could have been turned into slaves or something and shipped off to... 
It's yeah. Hard to okay. <laughs> the conspiracy theories are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, there's a lot of goofy, weird stuff happening out there. But well, like, yeah. The, the, but the, the most important thing is there's no coherent uh, uh, storyline for what actually happened. There's too many, three or four different ex- explanations by NORAD and by uh, the White House and by the government itself. You know uh, that. Um, that has conflicting stories with themselves. NORAD itself, there was a stand-down order by Dick Cheney, which has gone unexplained to this time. Norman Mineta himself uh, uh, it said, oh, yeah, Dick Cheney said, was asked by one of the guys if the stand-down order still stands. And the guy said, have I said anything differently? So what was a stand-down order uh, for uh, fighter jets doing on, on a 9-11 anyway? Now, I've heard mm-hmm. that they were having exercises or something somewhere but they weren't they clearly weren't well uh, I, I i don't know I, yeah. I i think they i think they were that's why there weren't that many jets to scramble is what i've yeah. heard is hmm. that the reason it took them so long is because the jets were sent out over to alaska and they were sent out over the atlantic ah oh. to be part of training exercises and okay. also of course there was a training exercise of of uh planes hitting the north hitting the World Trade Center is part of the exercise so that the uh, air traffic controllers were confused about whether they were looking at real planes or if they were looking at training, exercise. at training exercises. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Then this happened that day. That morning, yeah. Which is the same thing that happened on July 7th. The bombing, the, the metro, the London underground bombing on July 7th happened at the exact same time and place they were happening. as a training exercise of four um, bombers Okay, on. so next time you hear about a training exercise, run and hide. <laughs> it might be the real thing. Well, you won't be hearing about it. Probably not. <laughs> I know I won't be. No, the government well, doesn't say anything to me. Another interesting thing about Building 7 is that um, that's where the SEC was investigating Enron. Now, if you remember what happened back in <laughs> Enron, Enron went belly up. They took yeah. um, Anderson... Uh, they took Anderson accounting, Arthur Anderson accounting down with them. Yeah. And the reason what what Arthur Anderson did that was illegal was that um, Enron Enron lying, yeah. made billions and billions of dollars, and what they did was they took all that money and they put them into offshore accounts, yeah. partnerships, and then um, Arthur Anderson destroyed all the paperwork for those offshore accounts. That's illegal. And and uh, yeah, that's illegal. So we don't know which. Um, high government officials received those billions of dollars that were drained out of the Enron account, and that was being investigated in Building 7. Oh, what a coincidence. Again. Again, yeah, yeah. Just like the insurance that was taken out on the two buildings, and the the guy who said, oh yeah, time to pull the building. Oh, I meant pull the firefighters out. <laughs> Not pull as in pull the demolitions that explode and cause it to implode. Yeah, that was that's uh, something that people should look at to see just see how blatant they are about lying because yeah. that's a very yeah. easy clip to find. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know it's it's it's. Uh, that was on KU. I was on uh, PBS. Yeah, PB, yeah. Larry Silverstein's um, statement about pulling the building. That's an easy one to find. There are too many um, things that can't be explained by the, the government story, and what's uh, is amazing is the press instead of picking up on any of this, are ignoring all of it. Not only are they ignoring it. it, but they're actively sneering at it. I forget which of the, weekly, which of the Seattle weeklies, I think it was The Stranger, gave a really sneering 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Review of uh, some people who are doing some 9/11 truth stuff. It's like oh, yeah. nobody cares yeah. about you, and they it's they're they're actively yeah. resisting looking at it. It's like yeah. the kiss of death. Yeah, it's like it's... talking about UFOs. You just don't do it if you're seriously concerned about your career as a journalist or as a politician. But you'd think that some news organizations out there would. Uh... Oh, there's a lot of them. Take it, take Al, Alex like Jones is oh, yeah. his, you know he's on he's he was on this case a long time yeah he has been and, and he's there's a, a lot of very good news, source there's a lot of, of sources but you know yeah. they're not they're and not being they're not selling the advertisements yeah. to insurance companies and they're not selling cars no that's right they're not and they're, and, and they're not being you know sponsored I mean, it's not it's none of the Seattle print media yeah or or broadcast media what would you think it would take for this amount of media participation in this type of government uh, cover up i mean is it is it well, the you know, I people who own it and they force the orders down straight yeah 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 to the editor, yeah, yeah 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 i remember reading an article i remember listening to ralph nader back in 1970 1980 yeah talking about consolidation of media yeah yeah and it was a big concern back in the back in the 80s how a handful of of people own the entire media and they and they're also the people that own the banks they're yeah. also the people that own the security agencies they're also the people that own these contracting agencies that tens of millions of employees are contractors for when the u.s patriot act was passed one of the big things was the democrat the republicans absolutely insisted that 700,000 government employees be fired and be replaced by contractors. Yeah. And these same big corporations own the contracting agencies. <laughs> and they own the, surprise, they, they're surprise. the mercenary army. They own everything. They don't own everything. They want to own everything. Yeah. There's still a little bit left, and that's what they're doing the power grab on. Yeah. And it's the same people. They own the media. They own the food. They own the military. They own the government. They own everything. And they're buying up our. Par that's what that's what this implosion is about. They are um, going to get our houses. They're yeah. going to get the shopping mall. They're going to get the the, the 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 commercial properties. Everything. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a, a frightening concept to, and this would be the end of America as a democracy and the beginning of America as an empire. It sort of had happened to Rome. Rome was once a yeah. democracy, well, a republic of the very wealthy, <laughs> to be right. honest. And then uh, the power consolidated into the Caesar. And uh, this was welcomed by some and, and angered by others, but it, eventually the, the, it, it stayed on. Once the, you had one Caesar, you were, could only be replaced by another. And the tradition continued then on, and democracy was over of yep. any sort yep. for the Roman Empire. And the same thing could very well happen here. Well, you know, we have to go through the stages of grief. We have to go through yeah. denial first, then anger and fear. And grie and then you have to just get on with it. Yeah, you know. We have eventually, a bee problem here, folks. We have a bee on our bonnet, and we can't seem to. It's okay. We'll be, uh, we'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> well, Philip K. You know, Dick would, in a Philip K. Dick novel, it would be singing a commercial as it's buzzing around us. Yes, <laughs> it would be, and uh, that would be owned by some of the conglomerates yeah, that own yeah. our Congress now. Yeah. Our Congress has been bought and sold. But that's always pretty, been the case. I remember, yeah, you know, Will Rogers was the turn of the century. You know, he was one that yeah. said, "We have the best Congress money can buy." Yeah, that's right, and uh, it's been pretty supplantive for some time. Well, now, I know that you have very important uh, stuff to do. I do. I'm going to go see Jim Fetzer tonight. Good. Uh, can you tell everyone where that is? That's at uh, 7 o'clock at the University Friends Center, 40th and University.
40th anniversary. And I'll be there a little bit late, but I'm sure it'll go on, and there'll be good conversation afterwards. I'm going to try to make it over there myself after the show. I'm, yeah. I'm uh, interested in, in hearing about this. Okay, now there's many more events coming up on the Metaphysical Library calendar. Look for it. Go to the Metaphysical Library calendar to, and, and, get, and download it, and you'll get more information. Uh, this is seattlemetaphysicallibrary.org. Thank you very much okay. for being with us, uh, right. Mark Bartley. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, I want to, to see you again. I hope uh, to, to interview you again sometime in the future. All right. All right. Uh, perhaps someday when we free America from this grand oligarchy, we can uh, tell everyone how we did it. That would be a great show to have. Folks, now, what have we gotten for the last 10 years now? Uh, we've had 10 years since 9-11, and uh, our country has gone insane. Not even when we had Russian missiles pointed at our heads and 15 minutes away from total annihilation have we been this freaked out. Uh, with, back then we didn't start torturing people and uh, we didn't start setting up camps. And, no, and also what's even more ominous is the fact that Obama has said, hey, we can just kill anyone we want to. We have a kill list. And uh, our, uh, our government goes around killing people. Yes, it's true. And it's approved of by the Obama administration, which was a holdover from the Bush administration. Obama has expanded this. Okay, so in case you're thinking Obama has come to change things, yeah, he's come to change things for the worse. All right, um, I've uh, brought along uh, another good friend of mine, Mike Tavana here. Uh, Mike, this is, uh, could be the last show I, I ever do. Uh, that things uh, continue the way they are. I uh, wanted to, to talk to you about what has been happening over the last 10 years since this horrific act. And good, uh, good question. Could uh, could you please explain to me what what the what is going on here? Uh, what's going on is a change in the direction of our country and our world. 9/11 represents probably the most important event to our country and to our world in all of its history. I think and it's, it's, we've seen a dramatic change in the direction that we're headed. Uh, Margaret asked the question, why do people believe in the government story, in the government conspiracy? Well, the answer is simple in that uh, uh, the 9-11 truthers are all pointing out evidence to a crime. Yeah. The government doesn't think it's a crime. They think it's an act of war. So when you have an act of war, you have you don't look at the evidence. The evidence has no meaning yeah. at all. Well, right. I mean, right. we didn't do an investigation after Pearl Harbor. No, we just went to war. Yeah, well, we saw the planes in the sky. It was pretty pretty evident. Same thing in the uh, Haiphong Harbor, yeah. whatever it was. Uh, George Bush, gave. remember when he gave his speech the next day after 9-11? Yeah. The first words out of his mouth, he says, this is a crusade. Oh, yeah. So not only is a crusade a war, but it's the worst type of war. Religious. It's, it's a long, drawn-out, holy war. Yeah. yeah. The worst kind. And That wasn't by accident either. And no. what he was saying is, this is an act of war. This isn't. Yeah. So any evidence that you have is, is, is out. It doesn't apply. So what, yeah. what the government then provides are not evidence but uh, reasons to go to war. Yeah. The 9-11 Commission were, was a list of reasons why we should be at war. Yeah. That's all it was. And a lot of it was made up. And, and if any of it had got to expose 
the fraudulent story of the uh, government uh, that didn't get included. Yeah. So Building 7, things like that, didn't get included in the commission report. Yeah, well, no, not, not, not when you're going to war. So when, you, when you're at war, uh, that excuses a lot of things. Yeah. Right? So yeah. when you're at war, that's why bin Laden was assassinated instead of being captured back and to brought trial. to trial. Yeah. Right? It's why uh, U.S. bombs people with drones instead of using diplomacy. Yeah. Just goes and shoots down people in their villages while they're asleep. Uh, war is when a country takes over smaller countries for its own interests, like the Comoros Islands, the Diego, those little countries in the yeah. Indian Ocean, because yeah. we needed them for bases. Yeah. We just took them over. Uh, well, that doesn't seem right, but... Uh, and, 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 and the biggest uh, thing, the th one thing I'd like to get across at, at this juncture is that when you're at war, you're in a national state of emergency. Yeah. Which changes everything. It throws the Constitution away. Yeah. It, 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 it allows for things like uh, homeland security. It allows for uh, universal surveillance of the American people, of their email, of their phone calls. Yeah. It, it allows for uh, um, a lot of changes in the way we live our lives. Yeah, we didn't have that during the Korean War when we were fighting MiGs toe-to-toe -to -toe in the air, you know? I mean, or when we had nuclear missiles pointed at each other, we didn't have this sort of stuff. Why, why are, are people buying this now and not well, back it's, then? Well, and it's not really up to the people because we don't have a representative government. We have a Congress that every year, and they're going to do this again next week, yeah. votes to extend the national state of emergency another oh, year. Oh, Voted to extend the national state of emergency ten times now. Every year. Every year. That allows for the it cedes power to the president to use his uh, executive orders. Yeah. Not only his executive orders, he can make up an executive order on the spot to do something. Obama can, but he can exercise all the executive orders from all the previous presidents. He's like the new Caesar. Pretty much. Yeah, and what really troubled me was when he was in there for three days, he said, no, I'm not going to bring back habeas corpus. The 12th century is where we should stay. That was uh, something I found very grotesque and ugly, and I've been bitter about it for the last two and a half years. Why, do we get, why can we get rid of habeas corpus? Because we're in a state of emergency. Yes, of course. Things. Right. So what, what is the 9-11 truth movement, the truthers? Okay. What what good are they? 9-11 truth movement? Yeah. What good do they do? Uh, uh, I think what it does is it shows people that their government is a fraud. It's a fraudulent government. And after they get, get this, their egg uh, around the official story, their eggshell cracked, they can start to peek out yeah. at, the, at the truth of, of all things that are wrong with their government. Yeah. Which is... Uh, Howard Zinn said, "Governments lie." Yeah, they do. Almost like a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, the, the well, you can't where, lie all the, the time. Where they almost you? come close is that yes, we did kill a few people, but the numbers are never—they never really match up with reality. <sighs> yeah. No. And, and so on. So the 9/11 Truth Movement is waking up a lot of people, and I think that the movement should expand into all the other causes, like, yeah. like uh, yes. 
but wow. that, yeah, that's well, well, yeah. There's a, there's a lot that uh, that we could do now. One thing I wanted to talk about was that the ACLU just recently uh, did a report for the last ten years, and uh, they said that except for the ex exception of the torture, which Obama apparently has said he has stopped. Uh, he's carried out all the Bush policies on secrecy, uh, wiretapping, public surveillance, and everything else that George Bush did that we all objected to that he swore he was going to change when he got in office. He hasn't done any of that. Guantanamo Bay is still open for business, as well as uh, all the black sites, the uh, renditions, and the, of course, the uh, indigenous judicial killing that can happen anytime to anyone, anywhere. Uh, Obama retains that right. Oh, and by the way, Jeremy Scahill did a, a lot of investigation and found out, that, yes, we have a, a black ops torture chambers set up in Somalia that, that we routinely dump people. So, yes, Obama is still torturing people, regardless of what you would like to believe. I'm sorry, it's true. Jeremy Scahill has uh, proven it, and I'm sure it's happening all over the world. So, please, uh, people, be aware right now our country is doing evil things. Let's stop doing this. Put pressure on your uh, candidates. Try to vote. Try to get involved or try to do something. Because right now our country is Did, going to get something. Yes, we can. Uh, yeah, but we voted for the wrong person. <laughs> yes, we can do whatever we want. I would, I would recommend that, we'd, uh, that you vote for, <laughs> for some other third-party candidate. Maybe, a, maybe some third-party person. It would be a great time for Bernie Sanders or Kucinich to run for president because he would get a huge amount of vote support right now. Yes, yes, it, I, and I hope one of them does. Yeah, but what's probably going to happen is Obama is starting to tr start the channel FDR right now, and like I say, F FDR is if uh, Goebbels was writing his uh, press releases. Uh, but yeah, he's starting to sound like FDR, so of course a lot of liberals are going to fall in line. My God, it's... Can, can I say one more thing about the truthers please do the, the, the truthers then instead of always arguing about the instead of always arguing about the evidence they should and, uh, because this is an act of war yeah you aren't going to get around the official change the official story to say okay it was a crime no it's an act of war you have to start discussing the just war principles and morality the morality of the war is what you yeah. have to start getting into but the, the, I think the first um, crime that was committed by the government against us, the people, was when they hypnotized the people. Yeah. And that's, and I was watching CNN when the first tower fell. Within seconds after the tower fell, they cut to some Palestinian women dancing in the street. Yeah, I and remember we that. We were told that that was the Palestinians rejoicing in the felling of the World Trade yeah. Center. I tell you, that, that act right there, that uh, piece of film video is what a lot of people uh, refer to when they when they uh, agree with George Bush. They say, well, I don't care about those Arabs anymore because they've always, they cheer our, us when we were attacked. So since then, we've learned that that was stock footage that they had on hand. Exactly. Shot by a Brazilian yeah. reporter 10 years prior of a religious celebration. So that's 20 years old. It was, it was the wrong time of the day. Yeah. It was it, it, it was an out and out lie. Yeah, it was. That was uh, the propaganda. That was pro we never make program. mistakes in editing in the television. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never, <laughs> never, never make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, so that was the hypnosis of it, and I think uh, that what the movement needs to do is dehypnotize the American mind 
Yeah. And I think this was uh, attempted and I think done on a scale uh, that needs to be larger. And that's by Michael Moore in the movie Fahrenheit 9-11. Yeah. Remember when you're, you, you were watching the, 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 the footage and then when the buildings got struck by the uh, airplanes? Yeah. Cut to black. And you still heard the sounds, but you didn't have any mental image. Yeah. Okay, so he took you back to that moment of hypnosis. And then when you came out of it, instead of seeing Palestinians dancing in the streets, you saw Michael's arguments for why uh, you shouldn't believe the government story. Yeah. And he tried to reprogram the people. Uh, everyone needs to see that movie, and that segment of the movie, to, to become dehypnotized. You know, I, I, I saw the movie but I, I can't remember that particular part. I should watch it again. The, the black scene lasted over a minute. Everyone, you should re-rent Fahrenheit 9-11 on this anniversary of 9-11 yes. and watch it again. Yes. That's a good one to watch. And also uh, just get whatever literature you can and try to climb towards the light. Head away from the, <laughs> the cranberry-smelling darkness. Uh, okay. Basically, our country has uh, is 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 turning and doing all sorts of evil, evil, ugly things. People, you know this is wrong. When we were fighting the Nazis, we were fighting them because they tortured people, because they were killing people in gas chambers, killing civilians. Yes, they were killing civilians. They were doing all sorts of ungodly things that we found to be wrong, and that's what made us a good nation. This is why we fought the Nazis and why it was a good war. But what happens when we start doing this thing? When we start doing these things, can you say, well, we're doing it because, what, because of some footage of some dancing Palestinians that's 10 years old? No, we can't allow ourselves to be bamboozled like this. We have got to start asking the questions of our people in charge. There's too many uh, missing problems here. There's too many, too, too much things that just don't add up. This is why you've got to open up your eyes and say to yourself, no, I don't want to live in a country that commits acts of evil as a matter of national policy. No, this has got to be stopped. We've got to go back to being a country that is based on laws that have to be obeyed. The laws that say, no, you cannot harm an individual. No, you can't kill a civilian. No, you can't commit these acts of barbarism. No, let's go back. Mike, do you have any final words to say really quickly? In one second? Yeah, in one second. Uh, uh, find peace. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. I mean, if, if, if you want to, I mean, I, I just want to say that, that you have to discuss morality and the just war principles and ask yourself and your friends, is this a moral war? Because what's changed here is we are using weapons of mass destruction, depleted uranium, white phosphorus. Uh, we are oppressing civilians. We have extraordinary renditions. We have night raids. Uh, we are using torture, uh, extraordinary rendition, uh, massive amounts of fraud with Halliburton, mistreating our own GIs, uh, and, and so on. And I think that uh, people should wear T-shirts that say, um, Blackwater is bad karma. Halliburton equals fraud. Abu Ghraib was Rumsfeld. Torture equals yeah. Cheney. You know, something like that that just speaks to the moral quotient of what's going on. 
Because it's not justified. No, it's not. You can't justify these things. All right, folks, that's the end. Our show is going to be discontinuing at this time. Our show may be ending, but the history... Hiatus. 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 But the struggle does not. We must continue to inform ourselves and find out the truth. What I've tried to do on my show more than anything, besides just entertain, which I've done plenty of, is to try to uh, give people a sense of what is right or wrong in any type of situation. Goodbye. Good luck. Remember, try to ask yourself what is right or wrong and whether or not you really believe in your heart that our government is doing it. Thank you very much, and uh, have a very good life. Hang in there and seek the truth.